My name is George and welcome to the podcast. Happy New Year to everyone there. I'm recording this on the 2nd of January 2019 and these are my favourite films that I saw in 2018. Now, uh, as previous uh, year's podcasts as well, these aren't necessarily films that came out in UK cinemas in 2018. They're just films that I saw for the first time last year. Make sense? Good. Because let's be honest, there's so many films out there and everyone's got streaming services and download things as well and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Point being, you should just go and see some good films while they're out there. So, um, yeah, it is 2019. The year has flown by. I am looking forward to um, November of this year. I'll be heading to LA to check out um, Harrison Ford chasing down some replicants. Speaking of which, last time i done this, so 2017's Films of the Year... Blade Runner 2049 was a standout winner. There was no standout winner for this year. You know, I've uh, I will go through the top ten in a bit. But um, what I've done this year, and it's something I reckon all of you should do, is um, each time you see a film for the first time, just write down um, what it is on a list in your notepad, a bit of paper, chalkboard, tattoo, whatever you like, and um, I put a little X next to the ones I enjoyed. So over the past week, I've been um, just going over in my head what films that you know I really did enjoy and try and put them in numerical order so without further ado we'll start with number 10 on this list that really shouldn't be 10 to 1 Avengers Infinity War they done a very good job on it we all knew it would be good. We all knew that it couldn't fail. Of course, it's reaped in loads of money. But, you know, they were just you know, culminating. I think it's like, what, film 20 of the MCU? And not only did it feel like a good sequel to, you know, the seven-odd franchises that were leading into it as well, it was just a really good film on its own. Um, I am looking forward to Endgame, of course. You know, like I've said it before. I don't care that Disney owned Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar and all of that lot. As long as the quality of the films is really good, just keep churning them out. You've got my money. Let's do it. Okay, at number nine, it's a Korean film, Train to Busan, or Busan, however you pronounce it. You may have heard of this one. It's um, a father businessman and his young daughter. It's her birthday. They've got to get on a train halfway across the country. However, a zombie apocalypse breaks out all around them and, of course, within the train. It, I did find it a bit generic and predictable, but let's be honest. I've seen so many films and so many horror films and zombie films as well. But this one, it did... some fresh with the ideas it was thoroughly engaging as well um i've got this theory about subtitled films and tv programs the reason why loads of people love them is because the fact there are subtitles it holds the audience attention more than say if it was english language especially if you're watching it in ho- at home you're being distracted by your phone or partner or dog or something like that anyway watch it it is scary apparently they are working on a sequel slash prequel side film of it when it's done it's done um i don't know the name of the director of it there but i did say they are doing another film where it's sort of zombie apocalypse but set in medieval japan so lots of wushu swords things like that very much looking forward to this at number eight super bob 
If you haven't seen this film, I implore you to go and watch it. I saw it on Amazon Prime. You can buy it, download it, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a guy called Brett Goldstein. Um, you should listen to his films to be buried with podcast. It is hilarious. But Superbob, basically, it's set and filmed in Peckham. Glamorous Peckham. It's, uh, you know, I think it's like you know, three years ago, six years ago, basically a postman called Bob got hit by a meteorite and as such developed superpowers. He's um, been trained by and works for the MOD and uh, this film follows his day off. And it is incredibly funny. It's full of heart. It's really sweet. And it's one of those things that made me melt a little bit as I was watching it. Um, as, as you may know, I'm a big comic book geek. You know, the actual origin story blah blah isn't that original for it but it's just how it's laid out and it's so so funny as well so superbub that's at number eight um number seven another british film and it's a sequel which i think came out in 2017 paddington 2 it's just really sweet again it's i mean it's 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 more of the same i think the director is called um paul king he's not um he's he's not coming back to direct the third one as i think he's um directing something via disney who knows like i can't be asked to check this out you've all got computers you can do it there but if you have seen paddington one it surprised me I, i was hearing things like oh no no it can't be that good i just watched it it was very warm very sweet yeah i've used a lot of these words to describe super bob as well they did have some bits where me and my fiance were just absolutely cracking ourselves up on the sofa and yeah just, just watch it it's brilliant number six another sequel mission impossible fallout um i have actually um read over a few other people's films of the years and no surprise this is number one for a lot of them there it's brilliant it was um you know one of the best films i saw this summer it's very much a don't if it ain't broke don't fix formula for these films you know they've got the same reoccurring main characters of it we know the plot it's like um somebody's got a nuke and going to blow up the world or a list of agents have got out and they've got to retrieve them or some big disaster and only tom cruise and his team either working with the imf or going rogue or who cares it is the same old blah 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 but you know the the actual pacing of it's brilliant the storyline was brilliant the twists in it the action sequences i was fortunate enough to see it on IMAX no spoilers but the last sequence like the last big finale was brilliant on there once again I highly recommend you watch it and what I want to do one day is to re-watch all the Mission Impossible films in order just to see you know first of all Tom Cruise aging quite quickly over the course of a few hours there but also see you know how the films have actually changed in tone and how they've reflected your know, modern day political climates and whatnot. Anyway moving on to number five Wes Anderson's stop motion Isle of Dogs. I had the choice to either, um, uh, what was it? I think it was to either go and review this or Ready Player One. I've made the right decision. Isle of Dogs is brilliant. Wes Anderson, if you haven't seen any of the films, just, just go and watch them. Royal Tenenbaums is a good one to start with. I'm a big fan of Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's another stop motion one. Um, Wes Anderson is known for his uh, you know, quirky characters, camera angles, the whole design, production design of you know whether it be a hotel a train you know someone's backyard it's brilliant and you know in in the uh, medium of stop motion animation i feel it's the best for you know wes anderson to um you know put, put across his vision of course you've got brilliant voice cast 
Bill Murray's back in it as well. Um, the main story about this, by the way, um, in Japan, for some reason that you will have to watch the film for, um, dogs are pretty much um, banned and isolated to a small garbage island known as the Isle of Dogs. There's a kid, his dog gets sent to the island, so the kid goes to try and rescue him, well, find and rescue him, and teams up with a load of other dogs along the way, and it's just brilliant. Now we're getting into the top four. Now the top four here, you know, as I said earlier, there is no big standout here. All four of these, equally in my head, are five-star films and well worth your time. But, you know, um, at number four here, I've put Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 2018 was a very good year for Spider-Man. Uh, if you saw Avengers Infinity War, you've got the excellent PlayStation 4 game as well. With Into the Spider-Verse, when they announced it as the animated Spider-Man film, I thought, nah, this will be a bit rubbish. This will be a bit more kid drivel. I was very wrong. It is a PG, but it is by far one of the best comic book movies ever made. The fact that it is um, animated as well really lends itself to the storytelling and how it's portrayed. Basic story here, um, you've got a new Spider-Man on the block, Miles Morales, please don't sue me if I've got his name wrong, and um, he's you know, coming to terms with you know, getting his own superpowers. The uh, the main um, well plot device here is a device that can open up portals into other universes. Hence what happens um, as the film goes along, Miles has to team up with other Spider-Men and women, along with, you know, different and varied animation styles just frying in there they didn't go with the um you know the traditional shiny cgi pixar um dreamworks animation studio look for this film it comes across very unique you've got um comic frames within comic frames on there and it's you know the pacing's fantastic they squeeze a lot into the film but it doesn't feel bloated at all and um lord and miller who you may have um, heard from you know the 21 jump street films or the lego movie as well they've worked on the script for this as well and it is just hilarious so yeah check it out it's still in the cinema as i record this spider-man into the spider-verse at number four at number three, a film I was really looking forward to and quite surprised that it didn't come out in the cinemas here. Instead, I saw it on um, Netflix, I think back in February, Annihilation. Uh, you've got uh, Alex Garland, who um, wrote The Beach, um, directed um, Ex Machina, arguably directed um, the Dread, uh, Judge Dread film a few years ago. With this one, it stars Natalie Portman. Um, what it is, there was a meteorite that landed in a pair of uh, a part of like Swampland Forest in Florida and uh, yeah, over the number of years it's sort of created this colourful barrier called the Shimmer. Everybody who's gone into the Shimmer to investigate has not come out. Natalie Portman and a team of other women go in. Their motivations are, um, yeah, well, you, what's the film? It's, it's very well laid out as it all, all you know, develops within itself up until the finale. A few people I've spoken to didn't get the film or understand it and as such didn't like it. From the title there, Annihilation, what can that mean? Annihilation of humans by an alien entity, annihilation of oneself. I found this film to be a fascinating study in um, self-destruction. I won't say much more. It's very beautiful to watch, like, just the framing. Going back to the ending as well, sort of seeing that, you know, essential sci-fi you need to watch, especially if you like 2001 A Space Odyssey or Under the Skin. 
At number two here, this is a film that um, stuck with me. I'm not sure if it won an Oscar or lots of other awards back in 2017 or 2018 towards season, but it's The Florida Project. Basic story here, you've got loads and loads of different motel, hotel complexes around Disneyland. Um, since the recession, um, what happens is you know, lots of very low-income families have been living in the hotel rooms there. We mainly follow um, a little girl, I think she's about six or seven in there, and her mother and the hotel manager played by Willem Dafoe over a couple of days. And I kind of put it in the bracket of sort of like, you know, Ken Loach, um, social documentary type filmmaking there it's utterly engaging the um, lead performances were um, a bunch of unknowns as far as I'm aware they haven't worked in anything before except for Willem Dafoe of course and yeah as I said it's a film that really played on me and stuck with me afterwards at times it's very unsettling and not easy to watch but I suggest you go and watch it anyway because you know it's very important to see the world you know not in the glitzy glamorous way that we do see via you know quite a lot of Hollywood cinema and TV shows as well and you know there are worlds out there and it's very important that they get put down on film for people to watch them so yeah the florida project um number two excuse me there and at number one once again you know spider-man annihilation florida project and this one they're all five-star films they're all my four favorite films of the year but i've stuck here free billboards outside ebbing missouri um i hope you've all seen this one now it's from the writer director of in bruges and seven psychopaths basic story um francis mcdormand's um daughter is um raped and murdered it's um a, a, a bit of time later i think a year and basically the police they don't have any leads there. There's nothing going on with the case. So she hires out these free billboards and you know, posts on them you know, something along the lines of, hey, police, you haven't done anything yet. How's the case coming on uh, solving my dead daughter? Woody Housen's in it. Francis McDormand's amazing in it. Sam Rockwell's brilliant as well. All of the cast are absolutely fantastic. I won't go too much into spoilers on there, but one thing I loved with the film was it took me on an emotional roller coaster. There were certain scenes as they were developing. I'm like, oh yeah, this is totally going to happen. Oh yeah, this will be it. Nope didn't happen the way I'd see it it's got some great music soundtrack in it as well and you, you know it's it's sort of like at that caliber of um cinema you know sort of like independent Coen brothers earlier Tarantino work as well that's utterly engaging adult themes and you should watch it so just to recap um top 10 of 2018 um 10 Avengers Infinity War 9 Train to Busan 8 Super Bob 7 Paddington 2 6 Mission Impossible Fallout Five, Isle of Dogs. Four, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Three, Annihilation. Two, The Florida Project. Number one, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Or I should say joint number one for those um, past four films. So I'm going to list off um, the 71 films I saw for the first time in a bit. But I will say, you know, if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. Because, you know, I haven't recorded many in a while. And, you know, if if people want to hear me rant on about films, games or anything else, just let me know. Um, You know, just Google, film music, uh, game, um, SoundCloud, Twitter, you know, everything. Everyone can use a computer here. So, all right, um, without further ado, I'd like to say again, thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'm just going to blitz through all of the films that I saw this year for the first time. Moonrise Kingdom, The Red Turtle, Baby Driver, The Lost City of Zed, What Happened to Monday, The Commuter, Coco, Bright, 
The Girl on the Train, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, The Big Sick, Midnight Special, The Florida Project, The Shape of Water, Molly's Game, Black Panther, The Cloverfield Paradox, A Wrinkle in Time, Annihilation, Isle of Dogs, Spider-Man Homecoming, Colossal, My Friend Dharma, How to Be Single, The Big Short, Delivery Man, Mary and the Witch's Flower, Avengers Infinity War, Galaxy Quest, Solo, Cargo, Ghostbusters, The Reboot Remake, meh, Warcraft, Power Rangers, Brothers Grimsby, Mission Impossible Fallout, Paddington 2, Punch Drunk Love, Train to Busan, King of Thieves, Deadpool 2, Ready Player One, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Hidden Figures, Easy A, The Greatest Showman, The Disaster Artist, Sausage Party, Leap Year, Overlord, Bohemian Rhapsody, Batman Ninja, It's a Wonderful Life, Pop Star, Never Stop Never Stopping, The Interview, uh, The Adrian Street Documentary will be coming out next year, title TBC, Mandy, Logan Lucky, Anna and the Apocalypse, Fantastic Beasts of Crimes of Grindwald, The Ballad of Busker Scruggs, The Tower of Princess Kagua, Prisoners, Mortal Engines, You Will Never Really Hear, Super Bob, The Christmas Chronicles, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, The Lady in the Van, Incredibles 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Have an awesome 2019. Thanks for listening.